You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, kids, it's Wednesday. How about that? Yeah, we're halfway through it. You ever hear the expression, uh, God only gives you what you can handle? I'm kind of having one of those days, but you know what? You know what? I'm going to soldier on. I'm going to create, I've already created actually ahead of time, the uh, laid the groundwork for an incredible show that is going to, uh, you know, inspire you. I mean, they, we're going through some bumps here right now, some major bumps right now. There's a lot of concern about the future of the country. I understand but I think ultimately we're going to come through this. Ultimately, we're all going to be better because of this. Because what we are seeing is a massive awakening of, uh, of just hope and uh, patriotism. And you know the amazing thing about what's happening in our country right now? All of the madness that we are experiencing right now. The open border. The CRT in schools. The transgenderism in schools. The fentanyl overdoses. The decay of America's cities. The economy plumbing it in the, into the toilet. We can fix it. It's all been created. It's all been created purposely. It's all been created to make you uh, curl up in a ball and freak out. But you don't need to do that because everything we need to succeed every single day and make our country amazing and move away from this malaise, by the way, that's what Jimmy Carter caused, what, uh, did, that's what he called what he created in the country back in the 1970s, doing some of the same idiotic crap that Joe Biden does. And rather than being a turtle on the highway on its back, we need to help us turn the country over. How's that for an analogy? How about that? That's a pretty good analogy. We have everything we need right now to uh, make this country great, to wake up every day feeling good about it, to uh, wake up every day and realize that you can determine your own destiny and you can make the money that you need to make to pay your bills and your kids can go to good schools and we can have a strong country that is inspirational. We can have a border that is, is solid and we can invite the world's population who seek freedom to come here the proper way and assimilate into this country. You know why? Because we've done it for 250 years years, and just because some jackass is the president of the United States right now doesn't mean that goes out the window. It's all within us right now. All of it. Right now, and what was it? Wasn't it uh, FDR? FDR said the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, and that's it. It's it's about, and I you know I don't particularly enjoy uh, quoting Democrats, but I guess he was one of the last good Democrats until RFK came along and JFK and and uh, uh, you know all of that. But but honestly, this is all self-made. This is all being determined by someone else. And it is meant to tear down the country, tear down you and me, make us uh, feel like maybe the only way out is to, to completely blow up the country and start over again in a Maoist, Marxist fashion. Well, America's not buying it. We're not buying it. Not one little bit. Over 70% of us think the country's going in the wrong direction. Those 70-plus percent of people can come together to save her. 1,000%. I believe it in my heart. So uh, Hurricane Idalia is uh, hitting Florida, and they are saying the storm surge is going to be really high. I'm going to give some kudos right now to the governor of Florida, because Ron DeSantis does a really good job as the governor of Florida. 
And I, I will absolutely acknowledge that. Because remember the last uh, hurricane they had just you know, a while back? Well, he sent out linemen to make sure that the, the power lines were up and everything was good. And they got the cleanup operation going. And they had uh, agencies there to help people out. And I can go on and on, unlike the morons in Maui. The monstrous morons in Maui. Democrats are looking at this storm that's hitting Florida for two, two ways. To promote uh, global climate change warming ozone hole murder hornets. And to distract from the monstrous Maui massacre. And there are many questions to ask about that. When a thousand Americans die... We demand answers. We demand answers. Just because Maui is clear out in the Pacific Ocean doesn't mean Maui isn't us. So we got to come together for Maui. We got to demand answers. But Ron DeSantis has already got 25,000 linemen on the way, ready to go. And they say they'll have 30 to 40,000 more ready to go. That's how you run a state. I don't think there's any graft and corruption here. I don't see there's anybody saying, ooh, ooh, let's get some of that sweet, sweet COVID money so we can use it for something other than it is to take a half a trillion dollars and waste it. Ron DeSantis doesn't do that. This is not an endorsement of Ron DeSantis for president. I think you know how I feel about that. But by God in heaven, good job, dude. Good job on the storm. And uh, Godspeed, uh, Ron DeSantis and the people of Florida. We're with you, 100%. I don't give a crap what Joe Biden says about it. The rest of us are here for you. That's how we work. That's how we come together. They didn't do that in Maui. So many unanswered questions about Maui. All of the things that came together to make sure it was the perfect storm of fire and death happened. And all of them related to the government's response and policies before the fire, among other things. So, uh, lots of stuff to uh, talk about today. Uh, lots of stuff with regard to uh, Joe Biden's abject corruption that is, uh, you know, really, really hitting the fan. Uh, Greg Kelly yesterday on Newsmax had uh, intimated that uh, he had some audio that's going to end Joe Biden's candidacy for president and possibly presidency. I have said, I don't think he's going to make it through 2024. I think he's going to live through it. I just don't think he's going to be the candidate. Donald Trump is closing in on 60% of support among likely Republican voters in Georgia. How's this possible? And I would have a funny feeling. I got a funny feeling a lot of uh, people of color in Georgia after that, uh, that mugshot of Donald Trump in one of the worst prisons, Fulton County Jail, is going to bring a lot of support from the African-American community. The AJL, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, conducted a school of public and international affairs at the University of Georgia, blah, 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 blah. 57% of likely primary voters support Trump for his third consecutive nomination. He gained six points of support since uh, April when he pinged at 51%. Wow. Uh, after the uh, uh, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis secured an indictment against Trump, well, it's gone up. The 45th president, hopefully the 47th, sits 42 points ahead of the nearest competitor, Ron DeSantis, at 
and has seen his support collapse <clears throat> when it registered 30% in April. So DeSantis was at 30, and all of these indictments have done exactly what we want and the opposite of what Democrats thought would help. You know why? Because the only people that wanted to see a mugshot of Donald Trump work on MSNBC or CNN or the Letter Networks or the Deep State in Washington, D.C., the rest of America went, really? Really? A president has never been indicted after leaving office except for Ulysses Grant for riding his horse too fast in D.C. I'm not kidding. When Alvin Bragg launched that first stupid indictment, we said that this was the end of the legal system in America. Since then, we've had three more, all of them based on crap. And America is waking up and saying, look at what they're doing to us in Washington, D.C. Now they want to take away the last thing that we have, our ability to choose who we send to Washington, D.C. They want to take that away from you. They want to take away your ability to vote for the President of the United States. And we're not going to let it happen. My producer, Ken, who's awesome, Ken Decker, I call him uh, Redneck MacGyver. And it's got kind of a misnomer, actually, because I was thinking about this the other day. And, and the reason why I call him Redneck MacGyver is because, uh, you know, he bought an electric bike, an e-bike like me. And he figured out how to uh, uh, make it go 50 miles an hour without pedaling. And uh, the reason why is because when he's biking, he wants to be able to smoke a cigar without it going out. I know, I know, it's so fantastic. I love it. I just love it. But I was thinking, uh, you know, Redneck MacGyver is kind of a kind of an oxymoron, right? I mean, isn't, isn't MacGyver kind of a redneck anyway? He's got a mullet, right? Okay. So I guess he's just like uh, I don't know. He's a he's a, a MacGyver acolyte. He's a pretty awesome guy too, by the way. He's he's one of the people in the uh, world who keep me sane. <sighs> he's a great guy. But he sent me this uh, audio clip this morning. This is Tucker Carlson with Adam Carolla. And Tucker Carlson is breaching the thing that we're all afraid of, which is that this evil deep state government will do anything to prevent Donald Trump from being the president. Anything. And I've said that too. And here is Tucker Carlson talking to a, a broadcast professional, excellent guy, Adam Carolla, Gen Xer, just like me, changing the world. Here's the exchange. What do you think the future holds? Is it... I don't know. I mean, are they going to let Trump be president? No, of course. I mean, look, if, you know, they protested him. They called him names. He won anyway. They impeached him twice on ridiculous pretenses. They fabricated a lot about what happened on January 6th in order to impeach him again. It didn't work. He came back. Then they indicted him. It didn't work. He became more popular. Then they indicted him three more times, and every single time his popularity rose. Now, all of these indictments and all of this uh, persecution of Donald Trump, starting from the day he was elected, from the day he was uh, sworn in, that day, Madonna went to Washington, D.C. with thousands of uh, pink P-word hats, said that she wanted to blow up the White House. They set a limo on fire. They, they, uh, they busted in windows of shops in D.C., kind of like, a lot like Kristallnacht, right? Yeah, kind of like that. And they've done that for seven years, and now it's culminated in four indictments happening at the same time. Now it looks like all coordinated through the White House. This is the biggest scandal 
the country has ever seen. This is the biggest threat to the United States as founded has ever seen. We've never had this happen before. It's a matter of how we react to it. And I don't know about you, but I'm alive here now. And this country is not going to fall on my watch. And I don't believe it's going to fall on yours either. Here's more from Tucker Carlson and uh, Adam Carolla. Begin with criticism. Then you go to protest. Then you go to impeachment. Now you go to indictment. And none of them work. What's next? I mean, let, you know, graph it out, man. We're speeding toward assassination, obviously. And no one will say that. But I don't, I don't know how you can reach that conclusion. You know what I mean? Like, they have decided, permanent Washington, both parties have decided that there's something about Trump that's, that's so threatening to them, they just can't have him. Let me mention another GLP candidate here right now, Vivek Ramaswamy. Yesterday, he said he wanted to downsize the federal government by 75%. I agree 1,000%. And you know what's going to happen? And, and you federal employees, don't be freaked out about it. Uh, we get fired all the time. We get fired all the time in the private sector. Trust me, I speak from experience. And then you know what you do? You do something else. You know, government is always about, well, I know we had to lay off those Keystone XL workers, but by God, they can get training and do something else. Now, a lot of them are 50 years old, you know, looking at retirement, and then suddenly everything's uh, upside down. Oh, by the way, Trump says, listen to this, this is funny. Trump says he would consider Vivek Ramaswamy as vice president, but he says he's getting kind of controversial. <laughs> Which should make him even more desirable as the vice president. And I'm not against that, by the way. I, I like to say whoever Trump's VP is, they've got to be an America First candidate. And they've got to be willing to go through four years at Trump University. So the, he sees or she sees what this president is able to do for the country, draining the swamp and getting rid of a lot of this illegality and criminality. And then, after they graduate, then they're ready to be president. That's what I'd like to say. A little bit more from uh, Tucker and Adam Carolla. They're putting him on trial in March of next year in the J6 case, which basically consists of trying to send him to prison for the rest of his life for complaining about the last election. That's yeah. literally what it is. You remember, we couldn't talk about the election at all. Again, if this were happening in Moldova, the State Department would issue an all-hands-on-deck order to let the world know this is not a legitimate government. And yet, our government is doing it. It's like, it, I, it's, it's really, it's hard to overstate how bad this is, and I'm not, I, I don't, I don't know where it's going, but there's a collision that's clearly imminent. And by the way, the president is senile in a way that's impossible to deny. Biden's not running the government. Yeah, and good is going to win. It's becoming very obvious. We just have to take a breath and recommit ourselves to this country and our children. All right, let's take a break and come back. The number 800-922-6680. This is a Wednesday edition of The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show, Wednesday edition. The number is 800-922-6680. I've got a new offering from Jim Gossett coming up. I want to mention this real quick. Because, uh, you know, we like to mix it up, talk about other things. Uh, Chick-fil-A has launched its first new uh, sandwich uh, in eight years. Now, remember when Chick-fil-A, or what was it, the Chicken Wars have a few years ago with Popeyes and all that? Remember? Because somebody got shot. I think it was in St. Louis, not a surprise. Uh, got shot getting a Chick-fil-A sandwich or a, or a Popeyes chicken sandwich. And so we got these Chicken Wars going on. Chick-fil-A has waited eight years to launch a new uh, chicken sandwich. 
You want to know what they did? Are you ready? So, so they had dozens of entries. It took eight years. You know, you know what they decided to do? Take a chick fillet sandwich and put a dollop of uh, pimento cheese spread on it. You know, the kind of stuff that your mom or your grandma keep in the refrigerator. So that's eight years to uh, put a dollop of a pimento cheese on your Chick-fil-A sandwich. So eight years from now, maybe they'll put a piece of uh, olive loaf on there. I mean, really? This is it? I love myself some pimento cheese spread and all that, but uh, uh, not worth eight years. Not worth eight years. Uh-uh. No, I don't think so. Hey, let's, uh, let's listen to an, um, a new comedic offering from Jim Gossett about the persecution of Donald Trump and the corruption of uh, Jill Biden. Over 5,100 emails with Joe hit as a identity. Robert L. Peters. Aliases Biden used when he was acting illegally. Richard Head. No, actually not. It's time to turn them over so we can see what Joe Biden did. It's a good idea. No telling just how many crimes that Joe and Hunter hit. It was a lot of them. You see, Joe Biden doesn't <laughs> use his real name. You let Robin Ware take the blame. <laughs> Robin Ware. Or Robert Peters. <laughs> or another fake name. To Joe, it's all the same because he's got no shame. Release those emails today. We deserve it's brand new from Jim Gossett. Go to jimgossettcomedy.com for uh, <laughs> for the uh, the uh, archive, the archive, and you can help him out as well. So uh, a lot of stuff going on. The House Judiciary Committee demanded Tuesday that Biden administration explain why a prosecutor working for Special Counsel Jack Smith visited the West Wing before Donald Trump uh, his indictment for allegedly mishandling classified national security records. Well, yeah, it's obvious, right? Right? It's Occam's razor. Jay Bratz, three known meetings at the executive mansion, which were first reported Saturday in the New York Post. According to a recent reporting, Jay Brad, Department of Justice employee, top aide to special counsel Jack Smith, huh, huh, met with White House officials multiple times just week, weeks before Mr. Smith indicted former President Donald Trump. Yeah, it, it's fairly simple, right? And, and everything that we've known that the government has said was misinformation and disinformation has turned out to be true, including Russian disinformation, including the Steele dossier, including Hunter Biden's laptop, and it looks like this is the latest. But they're still doing it. Even after all of the heat, even after all of the failings to take down Donald Trump, even after the January 6th committee kangaroo court with no cross-examination and no real Republicans on the committee, even after two impeachments, they're still doing it. And now they've just decided to get pedal to the metal on absolute Election interference. Top down. Maybe this is what Greg Kelly's talking about when he says that he's got some audio that will end Joe Biden's candidacy and possibly end his presidency. I don't know. If you haven't heard that, I've got it coming up. Among other things, here's the number, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder. It's the Rob Carson Show. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else 
anything having to do with our business. Anybody believe that still? And what I will do is the same thing we did in our administration. There will be an absolute wall between personal and private uh, and, and, and the government. <laughs> there wasn't any hint of scandal at all when we were there, and I'll impose the same kind of strict, strict rules. That's why I never talk with my my son or my uh, my brother. Or well, It must have been a long plane ride all those 14 times you flew on Air Force Two with your son. Anyone else? Uh, <laughs> even distant family about their yeah, you bet you. Yeah, nobody lies, believes it. Lies, lies, lies. All the man does is lie. That is the great Rob Schmidt on Newsmax telling it like it is without a filter because that's what he does. That's one of the reasons he's so awesome. Uh, here is, this is kind of funny, because uh, uh, all the Democrats now, and, and at this point you're, uh, you're all Baghdad Bob. You're all denying something that's very obvious. Uh, maybe you uh, Gen Zers don't remember Baghdad Bob, but... I guess when we were marching into Baghdad, uh, George uh, W. Bush's administration, and there was a guy there, we called him Baghdad Bob, and he was a spokesperson for Saddam Hussein, and you could like literally see American tanks in the background, and he was saying, well, there's nothing here, we are still in control. That's what MSNBC is right now. This is uh, Rob Schmidt um, talking about that last night and and a little montage of the mainstream media who, uh, despite the fact that over 70% of the American people know that Joe Biden and his family are corrupt and know that these indictments against Donald Trump are political. There's literally no evidence that this ties back to the president of the United States. And I think that whataboutism is going to fall flat. Uh, as we head into this election. They have found no evidence whatsoever uh, that there are impeachable crimes. There is no evidence of any wrongdoing by the president. We still have no evidence whatsoever that the current president did anything intentionally and willfully. Sure, the killer was in the house and ran out covered in blood and took off in his car and hasn't been seen since. But there's no evidence that he killed those people. <laughs> that sounds a lot like the O.J. case. Remember that? <laughs> evidence, evidence everywhere, you know. But, uh, you know, Joe Biden doesn't have the uh, the advantages uh, that uh, O.J. had at the time. Uh, this uh, this is uh, a little more on this. Uh, these meetings in the White House with the Jay Bratt Department of Justice employee. Uh, he met uh, March 31st, 2023 with Carolyn Saba, Deputy Chief of Staff of the White House Office, and Daniel Ray, an FBI agent in Washington. Uh, and they called it an interview uh, of a career official who was working at the White House during the Trump administration. Oh, the other Trump administration. Okay, keep up with that. Yeah, it's Trump's fault. Okay, keep believing that. All right. Trump was indicted by Smith's office for allegedly hoarding records in Mar-a-Lago. Smith separately indicted Trump August the 1st for attempting to remain in power following his 2020 election loss. Brad had a third ma- meeting in the White House in September 2021 with Catherine, Catherine Riley, an advisor to the White House chief of staff's office. So this guy also, uh, this uh, Brad guy, he went to Mar-a-Lago early, right before the raid, three months before the raid. I think it was March of last year. Went down. Talked to Donald Trump. He was with the FBI agents. He was the guy who said, hey, you know what? Everything's cool. We don't need anything right now. Just keep it locked up. Then he went back to D.C. And they, uh, they got the raid. They got the raid that they wanted. And they went in. And that's what happened. This is all being commanded and controlled out of the White House. And that's explosive, to say the word, uh, to say the least. Carrie in Albuquerque joins us right now. Hello, Carrie. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's up today? How are you doing, Rob? I'm good. What's going on? Well, I was going. I, like I told your producer, um, I'm African American woman, and I voted for Trump. 
back in 2016. But I've always been a Trump supporter, even before he became president. I used to watch him on Celebrity Apprentice and The Apprentice, and I liked the way he would help people. He and everybody on that show was from different races. And he just seemed to really want to see people get further, you know, to to see their passions come to life. And I don't understand why everybody keeps saying that he's just racist when he's never has been. Well, Carrie, it's because uh, the the Democrats have used racism as a cudgel, and when you attempt to speak out against the policies of the Democrats, they call you uh, an ist with an ism or a phobe. That's the way it always works. But Carrie, the way it sounds, I mean, you you uh, enjoyed you liked Donald Trump before, but do you suppose that with the black community in America, they're finally understanding that after fifty, sixty, eighty years of Democrat policies that have resulted in the black community now? that they're awakening uh, they're waking up to this i hope that they do because if maui wasn't an eye-opener for them they don't care about the poor people all they care about is filling their pockets and turning a you know a deaf ear and you know staying blind at what's going on around them you know with uh biden talking about his 67 corvette nobody cares about that people are suffering And to be bringing that up all the time, I mean, and they want to keep black people down and impoverished and thinking that we're victims. We're victors in Christ. God has a plan for Donald Trump to succeed and be president. I always will believe that. I hope so. I hope so. And I and I would consider the Democrat Party to be a yoke around all of our necks right now. And, uh, and we yeah. can cast it off. We can cast it off. Honestly, uh, Carrie, everything's possible. The Democrats have convinced you that nothing is possible. And that sucks. Yes. And see, and that's what I don't <laughs> like. And I, I don't like the fact how they're giving Trump all these, these things, you know, with him going to trial and all that. And Hunter is not, not going anywhere. You know, they keep trying to pander him and try to coddle him with this. Well, he's an addict. So doesn't give him the right to do the things he's doing because he's an addict. That's just a cop out. The man does not care. They're all spoiled and all they care about is what they want to do. They want to make America suffer. They want us to become a communist party. And it's not going to happen. No, it's not, Carrie. It's not, Carrie. Thank you very much for the phone call. I appreciate it. And uh, and I'll just say God bless you because you sound like a Christian. And uh, pray for the country and play, pray for Donald Trump. I know we're, I know it's gonna, we're going to win, man. We are going to win this. Um, let's see. I got some more terrific audio because I was in the studio late last night finding it. Um, this is uh, Mike Davis. He's a frequent guest on Newsmax, among other things. A very smart guy talking about what we can do. One of the things that Republicans can do if they grow a pair. It takes courageous uh, Republican House members like Congressman Clyde to do uh, to do what needs to be done and what this does is it just says look we're not going to use federal funds to prosecute a major presidential candidate on or before november 5th 2024 and state we're not going to pay for you to interfere in the election governments can't use federal funds to do the same we have not prosecuted a presidential candidate or a former president in our nation's history they waited 30 months to bring these four different indictments against President Trump, it's clear election interference, and yeah. there's no reason that if they want to try to prosecute him, there's no reason they can't wait till after the presidential the election. Um, the American people, not Democrats, prosecutors, and Democrat judges, and Democrat juries, in Democrat hellholes like New York 
D.C. and Atlanta get to pick our next president. You're exactly right, and and the American people get it. That's what I tell you. You know, if you even slice up the pie, you got 74, 76 percent of the American people believe the country's going in the wrong direction. You've got some uh, D.C. insider swamp dwellers, Republicans and Democrats. Republican, you're hearing me, Republicans. Do you wonder why they're being so tepid about this? Because half of them are in the bag. Because they moved to Washington, D.C., and they spend their whole damn lives telling us how to live ours. And they get really, really rich. Last night I was watching a report. I'm not sure if it was Jesse or Jesse Waters or if it was uh, or Greg... Uh, uh, Eric Bowling, not sure. But they talked about Joe Biden going to Washington, D.C., poorest guy ever in Congress. Do you realize that he bought a house in 1976 for $1.1 million while he was making $76,000 a year? Did you know that? That was the first mansion. That was the second mansion he bought. So he's been doing this for a very long time. He's been doing it for a very long time. Here's Newt Gingrich talking about uh, the, the abject corruption of the man in the White House. Yeah, I mean, my, my point would be that Obama was, in fact... Uh, a disciple of Alinsky, who was the most radical writer in an anti... Uh, Hillary Clinton did an internship for Saul Alinsky way back when. American anti-bureaucracy, anti-middle class, anti-rule of law. And Hillary Clinton was a personal friend of Alinsky. And they come out of a background that says middle class rules don't matter. The law doesn't matter. Honesty doesn't matter. Do whatever you can get away with. And that's what they've done. And the, the depth of corruption is breathtaking and frankly the more I've dug into it the, the more I've studied it the more stunned I am at how people like you and me have been sort of sleepwalking not realizing the, the scale of the corruption taking over the system I know and now it's all coming out in the open because they're so terrified of Donald Trump. Yeah, and to give you an idea how much they're stretching to uh, to convict and jail Donald Trump, listen to this. If you look at the case that Jack Smith has, he takes an 1870 <laughs> South Carolina Ku Klux Klan case. Yeah. Now, you know, by the way, that was voted in by Republicans against... Yeah, and by the way, in that case, uh, the punishment was standing in the stocks in the town square. Unanimous Democratic opposition, because back then the Democrats were the party of segregation, slavery, and the Ku Klux Klan. And then they would dip you in a well, and if you drowned, you weren't a witch. Ironically. So he takes a, he takes a law written in 1870 to go after the Ku Klux Klan, and he applies it to Donald Trump. <laughs> yes. uh, the same thing in Willis in Felton County. Takes a law that's designed for drug dealers and the mafia and applies it to Trump. This is crazy. Newt, I want to thank no, you. You know what? It's not crazy. It's what they do in third world hell holes. It's what they did in Brazil. That's what he did with the president of Brazil. Yet Brazil followed our template. <laughs> they did, man. They followed our template. It's crazy. And speaking of crazy, Rachel Maddow. Oh, my God. You would think that she'd never want to uh, show her face in public because she's been right about, or wrong about everything. She was wrong about uh, Russia collusion, you know, the Russia collusion hopes. Three years she harped on that every night, harped on it every night. All the evidence. We have evidence. Remember Adam uh, Schiff, he used to say, we have all sorts of evidence, in contribution, and he, doesn't have, he never had any evidence. You know why? Because it was a lie. It was a lie from the beginning. It was made up to cover up Hillary Clinton's corruption. That's what it was. But here is uh, Rachel Maddow, 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 last night talking about what Trump could do. He could make himself the king for life. The election means one of two things, if this is the way he's going to approach it. Okay, if this is the way Donald Trump is going to approach it. So he's making something out of whole cloth and saying that if Donald Trump takes uh, my idea and runs with it. So this is nonsense. Either he loses the election and he goes to prison. 
Or That's not going to happen because if he loses the election, the cases will go away because it's not about crime. It's about preventing him from running. He wins the election. He doesn't go to prison. And is that for life that he gets to be president? Will we keep having more elections or no? Okay, this is just uh, beyond stupid. Uh, this is just, at this point, just fear-mongering. It's kind of like climate change. You know, it doesn't really exist. But uh, they make everything about it. That, that's, that's what it is. And that's the kind of madness of the left that we are, uh, we are dealing with. And, uh, and here's what I would suggest. I don't watch MSNBC. I don't watch CNN. I don't watch ABC, CBS, NBC. I don't even know what channel they're on at this point. I really don't. I don't care about them. Uh, everything I watch, if I want to watch a show on ABC, CBS, NBC, I'll just stream it. I don't, I don't sit through their newscasts. It's a joke. I mean, honestly, it's just it's, it's propaganda. CNN and C- MSNBC, I don't watch those shows. I grab clips from those shows. And even watching the clips, I want to pull my hair out. <laughs> you know? Uh, John Boyd is, uh, is an actor. He's one of my favorite actors uh, when I was a little boy. He did a movie called The Champ. I, I don't think I could watch the show to this day. I'd still cry my eyes out. Spoiler alert, he dies. Um, anyway, <laughs> he's also a national treasure. He's, just, he's, he's awesome. And I want to play a little bit of something that he put online last night that I thought was, um, I thought was very inspirational and uh, uh, incontrovertible. Here is uh, the great actor, John Voigt. My dear friends, we're all saddened by so much turmoil that has been brought upon this life we live. Can this darkness be lifted? Of course it can. Can we all share joy once again and see eye to eye? Yep. We have a troubled nation with much horror from these criminals that are ruining lives. Mm -hmm. We must stop this now. We must bring back our nation's safety. Our police force must act on righteousness and guard our neighborhoods, our businesses, our children, our elderly, our veterans, and our handicapped. Defunding the police was another product of the Democrat Party, and look what it did to us. We must protect this nation and bring back safety. We're all feeling very unsafe. We're all angry. And let's remember why. It starts with the President of the United States. He has wronged this nation's glory. He has taken down our morals, our true gift of the land of the free. He must be impeached. We cannot wait another second having him dictate our path. I agree, 100%. All right, so coming up, I've got a lot of other stuff that I think you will enjoy. Uh, Joe Biden says that he convinced uh, Strom Thurmond to vote for the Civil Rights Act, even though uh, Strom Thurmond uh, was not around when Joe Biden was the pre- in the Senate. It happened way after. So he, he made up another whopper. Uh, oh, and then Martha Stewart tried to murder an iceberg. I thought you should know that. Martha Stewart tried to murder an iceberg. All of that is coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. So, uh... <clears throat> Climate change outrage erupts when Martha Stewart uses an iceberg as a cocktail garnish on a vacation cruise. Now, normally I don't uh, whip this out so early, (laughs) but uh, I think we're going to have to do a don't catch the stupid update on this one. Stupid, 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 people, people, people. Just plain stupid. Stupid as stupid does, Mrs. Blue. Who got stupid? So Martha Stewart faced backlash uh, after she posted a social media where she'd used a piece of uh, ice from an iceberg as a cocktail garnish while on a vacation cruise in Greenland. 
This is how stupid the uh, environmental movement has become. Uh, she uh, she uh, posted photographs of her vacation trip showing her cheerfully drinking a cocktail from ice from an iceberg. Um, there are trillions of tons of uh, ice in Antarctica and, uh, tr- and billions and billions, maybe trillions of tons of ice in Greenland. Thought you should know. So there's that. Uh, <clears throat> In the first Zodiac cruise from uh, Swallen Helen Cruises into a very beautiful fjord on the east coast of Greenland, we actually captured a small iceberg for our cocktails. Uh, despite the Greenland ice sheet, uh, ice sheet uh, covering more than 2.9 million cubic kilometers of ice, some critics on social media lambasted the 82-year-old for using a relatively in- infinitesimal amount for her cocktail drink. This is why you need to just just tell these people to shut the hell up. Because honestly, I'm just done with the nonsense, right? Aren't you kind of done with the nonsense? I'm done with the nonsense. I generally love Martha Stewart and the excesses of her life because she's about beautiful gardens, homes, and food. But wealthy white people drinking their iceberg cocktails while the planet is in flames is a bit tone deaf. Global warming and melting ice caps, but we need glacier ice for cocktails. Talk about tone deaf. Been a fan for years, but I've seen enough caviar lately as I struggle to buy groceries that I'm out. Well, yeah, you can blame the Democrats for that dumb, dumb weed, whatever the hell you are. Martha, the ice caps are melting. Don't put them in your drink. <laughs> you know, if Martha, if Martha passed gas, somebody would say, we you're, you're melting the ice caps. You're polluting the atmosphere. So as the climate warms due to profits of a couple thousand people, billionaires vacation to the melting icebergs, scoop them up and use them to keep their cocktails cold. <laughs> you know, it's really weird. Uh, in my freezer right now, I have 30 times as much ice to make up for the single ice cube that she used in her in her beverage there. And one other comment from another uh, elitist, uh, presumably millennial. Uh, not against all millennials, but, <clears throat> you know. Uh, that sounds like a line from a dystopian novel. novel. You can't make this bleep up. S-O-L. Or S-O-L. L-O-L. S-O-L is something else. Just play stupid. Stupid is stupid does miss blue. You're too stupid to have a good time. Yeah, pretty stupid, pretty stupid. Uh, I'm going to wait on the Strom Thurmond audio. Uh, Joe Biden said that he convinced Strom Thurmond to vote for the Civil Rights Act. I'm going to get to that uh, next hour. Let's go ahead and take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. This country was made by tax rebels, freedom fighters, gold seekers, believers, lovers, and true patriots. We're Newsmax, and we're their heirs, and so are you. Newsmax TV, real news for real people.